the Giving Gifts Podcast, a podcast created to share real stories from real people navigating how to use their gifts in this world. This is episode four of season two, and I have a special guest who is all the way in South Africa joining us. I met Brad when I was in Zimbabwe, and I was immediately drawn to his awareness and compassion for the people around him. I'd come to learn that Brad actually has this incredible gift of writing and poetry. Brad recently published a beautiful book called The Art of Relating. And when I think about a person who is committed to digging in deeper to vulnerability for the sake of relating, Brad always comes to mind quickly. I think you'll be able to hear that for yourself right now. <laughs> it has always been time to let go of heavy burdens because you have to move on to be forward. Order in Audi right and break right into God's plan. They say out of sight, out of mind. But you're engraved in my inner mind, so I inner see you. Always. I can never erase the picture that I saw you to. My second mom. My day one big sister. From your system of charity drank I the system of clarity of what it means to love sacrificially. Pumping out your iota life to nourish us all. When mom died, you became to us her soul. Never can anyone be Holy Spirit, but if it were possible, you would if you could, just so that we experience real comfort. You did your part, but I slacked to check back on who was comforting you. Such was your nature to nurture those around you in spite of your own needs. It was your calling to feed kids who need care, so you planted the daycare center, happy little tots as your seed. And my desire is for that tree to flourish and succeed. These are more than Shonda rhymes, but heartfelt hand lines of a brother missing a dear sister. It hasn't been the same since he passed on to glory. I hurt, I hid, but grateful that I have since healed. Though Christmas without your carrot cake kinda sucks. It's the genuine irreplaceable concern that I miss the most. Yet. I'm grateful that I had the privilege of a sibling like you, loving, pretty, tender-hearted, a bit hot-headed, ever clean, generous, a uniter, and industrious, just like the meaning of your name, Beverly, which translates into beaver streams. A beaver is distinct for building wood lodges in the waters, just so that it takes care of its own. And just like a beaver, your heart was made for the water, a heart in water. But you left us in hot water when that very hot took you away early from us. I guess it got tired and weak from making us strong. Complications arose to take away a rose from amongst its thorns. We always want to hold on to beauty for life, but it always leaves us empty. Death is necessary. It makes beauty full. For nothing can truly live until it falls back the dirt. That's the key. But the process of planting that seed in the ground is painful. It forces you to swallow the pill that you already know will kill you. It cues you up to cure you of the intentional ignorance of taking life for granted. 
to correct the flippancy of your grip on that which most matters. Family matters. Don't steal accolades. It's an unmerited accolade to be highly treasured. So be grateful of any of those you call family. Set aside differences and make it count. I only could be giving out these lessons not because I'm special, but because of someone special. Thank you for everything you were to me. I promise to take you to Hawaii, but I had to learn that sometimes our sincere promises are only but that sincere. So from here, I call myself blessed to still be alive and hope that I can be a blessing to others because of you, especially to your daughter and son. They'll be all right. So long, dear sis. Gone but not forgotten. Your heart stopped, but your heart beats ribbons in the water forever. Yep. So that's it. So I wrote this for my sister. So my sister passed on 2019. Um, my big sister, and um, she was like a second mom to me. So, and uh, I think that what made it really hard for me was because I was the NSA and then she was in. So I never got to see, you know, the whole thing happen when she was in. Well, we used to feel like, oh, you're doing like, oh, I'm okay. And then the next thing, like, I know she's passed out. So, yeah, I just was something for her and like, she recorded the whole piece. And, yeah, so that was mm-hmm. that. Was bad. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, thank you so much for that. I just hear the process of grieving and the acknowledgement of loss and even the celebration of an impact of, yeah, your sister's life and the fact that you were able to use words to just articulate your your grief and that you're open to sharing that with people. Man, I'm just... Yeah, I'm blown away. And I know that you identified this gift before 2019. So how? How did you find out you had this gift of writing? By accident, yeah. It was like, like I'd always been a writer. Like I would, I would have a journal where I just write and skip this stuff. But then it was never like, yeah, serious. But then in 20, it was in 2013 actually. So that was in church. So I was part of, we were organizing this, uh, it was an arts night, and we had filled up the slots, you know, we had dancers, musicians, but then in the whole lot, there wasn't any poetry, you know, like, there wasn't any. So I remember one of the guys was like, hey, it was actually a lady, like, hey, you know what, you should fill it up. And they were like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, I, I, I don't do this thing, you know, that's not me. But then, because I was leading the whole thing, it's like I had to, you know, like, <laughs> it was like I had to fill up a slot. And I'm like, ah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll come up with something then. And then that's when I put down the poem. And so I wrote a poem, and I'm like, okay, let, we'll see how it goes. You know, I just need to fill up the space so that there's a bit more diversity. There's, you know, variety reaching out for all people. And yeah. And interesting, so the, the, the name of the poem was called My Life, My Journey, His Story, His Glory. It wasn't the first poem I had written, but then it was the first poem I was going to perform in front of people. So that was like really sharing. I, like, I was really nervous and I had also the feeling that I'd never done that before. All I had known was like to write things and just keep them in a book, you know. So that was really huge. So on the night that the, and then the arts night came and then everything happened, then I did the piece. And then surprisingly, 
my piece was like the highlight of the whole thing. I was like, okay, you know, like <laughs> for me that was that was surprising because I didn't know that, like you know, sometimes you don't know like uh, maybe what you got until probably you put on a platform to really display it. So that's what happened. And the next thing led to the other. Then that was so that was just only an internal thing. And then the next, there was an Easter conference coming where all the churches were assembled, were coming together. And then we saw this whole building, like, you know, I think it was 5,000 people. And then I was asked to do the film, and then I did it. And then after that, I started getting calls from different people around the country, like different, like, churches are come do this in different pieces. And then, wow. And then, so for me, it, that was the, that's in an accident was a discovery like oh so i can actually write mm-hmm. stuff down i can actually perform it you know and i can actually communicate and engage with people so that was how i got to it so that's why i would say it was accidental because it, it wasn't more like i was trying to get to it but then i really discovered it so yeah um, i, I think we it. put our art or our creativity or what we create out in the world it requires a sense of vulnerability you know and you you mentioned that of like that was scary right like I (laughs) I hear that and I think that 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 type of vulnerability um, generally says we're doing something right because when we're scared to show up and be honest with just who we are and what we create, um, it is also, it tends to be a gift for, for not just you, but for other people around you. And I think that's why people are often drawn to music and writing and, and gifts that are created in that sense, because it requires a vulnerability from the creator um, and you um, accidentally um, stumbled upon that and then and then kept yeah. carrying it. So you must have liked being um, vulnerable. <laughs> that's an interesting way of putting it. Like, I must have <laughs> liked being vulnerable. Actually, interesting. I never thought of it that way. That's a different perspective. But I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I did, you know, like, because you're right. Like, the only, like, I remember ever since all my, all my poems that I've, had to stage and there'll be many in different platforms yeah ever since that it's like I always wanted to share something that was real something that I was processing I didn't want to just give something that's like yeah like know there are a couple of times we obviously you're creating something that's probably abstract and but then all of my poems I've always wanted to resonate from a place of this is me this is what I'm going through or this is what I'm learning you know uh, this is what happened so yeah, it's 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 interesting to have it just to share it out from what you're processing and then give it out and hopefully people receive it. Um, I, I I always like my fellow poets, um, and they're like, yeah, yeah, no. So we make art for the people, and then I'm like, hey, you know what? For me, I have a different twist. Like personally, I make art for me in the sense that. It's, it's, it's me in my space. I'm just sharing out what I'm going through. So when I'm creating anything, it's really not like from the first base to say, ah, I'm going to do it for the people. More like, this is what I'm processing. 
So let me write it out and then I get to share it out. So the intention for me is always been clear that my art is mine. <laughs> you know, like I'm really giving out. I'm just sharing, but it's really for me. If people then receive it, that's good. If they don't receive it, that's good. It's like I really don't like the validation or no validation really doesn't do anything for me. So again, you started on accident sharing um, yep. your poetry that you were really creating just for you. And that was, I mean, years ago. And now you're here and you actually just wrote a book um, called yeah. The Art of Relating. And yeah. a lot of your work is rooted in this concept of relationship and that includes this these ideas of pain and suffering mm, um, mm, two mm. aspects of life that are inevitable and mm, often mm. avoided <laughs> and I think no. you also have a unique perspective specifically when it comes to the limits that we have put on ourselves and our relationships where does this perspective mm, 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 come mm. from you know like I, I I like to observe things not that I'm unique, but that whole aspect just you know, just being in a place and then you just pick up stuff and then sort of analyze it and then like, oh, okay. So what I'm what I picked up um was how whenever or the majority of the people I was talking to, whenever I would say relationships, you always the default is always to think like human relationships, like like right now you know me and Cassidy are having a conversation or like oh my brother my sister my friend and then it was easy like to say oh so we default more to think relationships is human but hey it's bigger than that you know like the scope is bigger me sitting on this chair right now is a relationship with the chair the, the relationship with this technology relationship with ideas relationship with People obviously relationship with animals, you know, like it's broad. Um, so that was for me. It was more like it was a sobering moment to really realize, like, oh, snap! Like, <laughs> there's more to people. Definitely, people are the. I'll probably say the central uh, of all relating and the relationship, but there's a lot more to that. So it was, it was just, it was more understanding that first, like, oh, we have dumped. Down, or at least in my world, there, there had been a dumbing down of relationships, which is a human relationship. Like, that's the most important when there are other relations that we do um, with different things, you know. Like, so with understanding that, it was like, not, I really just need to, you know, like address that to a certain extent um, and put it in a book and try my best to sort of uh, describe the different aspects. Like, I like in the book, one of I think one of the key chapters, well, according to me, there's this chapter called um, the six, uh, the, the, like six parts that we relate with. So I was trying to detail, just give brief things like you know, ideas, people, uh, flora and fauna, you know, the different things that we relate to. That there's a pushing back of the boundaries. So you understand, you know, this relating thing is bigger. Than that shit, than just people. So that was more, that 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 was where, and that's pretty much the heart of the book, yeah. Just to push back on what, to say, you know, hey, relationships are bigger than human, and 
humans are definitely play a bigger part, but then it's bigger than that. And then try also just to give handles on how you can sort of navigate through the whole aspect and just to approach it from seeing things from a holistic view and oversight, you know. So that that's pretty much the heart of the book. And hopefully uh, I did my best to make it clear in the book. You and I yeah. share, I mean, so many common, I think, mm, ideas sure. and perspectives that mm, sure. I honestly think I could probably talk to you for hours. Mm, and uh, I never edit any part of that out ever and mm. um it would be phenomenal I think something you just said though resonates so clearly with me and also was such a core foundation for the giving gifts which is people are central to everything and mm. when we talk about people being central to everything it also includes not just the highlight of people it includes the messiness and oh, the oh. struggle of being loved and learning to love and um i think that also ties into to this common core value both of us have which is diversity diversity in yep. thought diversity in language oh. diversity in culture um oh. this concept that all people have a voice and a story sure. that matters. Um, yeah. How is diversity important to you? And okay. and what challenges have you faced when it comes to diversity and what you do? Hmm. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good question. Like, diversity is a lot, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of diversity. But the really the starting point is Diversity really how it affects you personally. I, I like to I like to know different things. You know, like I like I like just having not that I'm nosy, but <laughs> I like to know different things. I like just to uh, um, have you know, different things, culture, what people are learning, what people know, just understanding uh, people in, in their world, what is their process, what they've learned, the mistakes what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy. So for me, that's the heart you can say that, you know, people are like, you know, like how people are collectors of different things, you know, uh, people have different stories. It only depends if you're able to read them, right? So um, some people don't know how to read people. Not that you should be, but just to accept whatever someone is bringing to the table, what they've been through, their struggles, their issues and all of that. So for me, Diversity acts in the, in the sense that it allows me the opportunity to be able to embrace different things, you know, to explore and to be open to say, oh, wow, this is life. You know, like someone is on the other side of the globe. This is their life. Like yesterday, I was actually listening to this other podcast and then, and what was happening in the podcast, this person had gone through the most, if I can use that word, you know, like, but then they were still able to be kind and you know just 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 try to be a better person despite what they how they've been ill treated in life i was like wow you know, that, that was a different dynamic but that's diversity in the sense that if you can then accept that that's where they're coming from and be able to receive um where they're coming from and be able to learn something from them so diversity really has affected me in the sense that it has definitely made my world richer um, we've expanded my horizons and I see things 
and I always try to see things from a, a better perspective. And I really believe we can only do that if we're really open to diversity too. Just let people be. Uh, we all have our own ideas of how things should be. But I think diversity really places in a place where they oh, this is life and accept people for the way they are. So that's why people are really important. And yeah, and it is definitely affected me in that, in that life where I've, I've, I'm learning uh, and I'm still learning and I've learned to be open to people and to learn. Yeah, I love that curiosity. Just oh. the commitment to staying curious what that can do for us, right? True, true. And I think, um, you know, there's so many people in this world who, especially in the last two years, who um, really want to navigate using their gift, really want to navigate Mm -hmm. understanding um, where their suffering and where their celebration meets each other and how to use Mm -hmm. that space, right? Mm -hmm. And um, that's something maybe you stumbled upon but you found and you're doing uh, and so uh, if someone was trying to navigate just the ins and outs of how to be vulnerable how to show up um and even risk using your gift uh which uh, requires staying curious which requires being okay with failing um which yeah. requires kind of a lot from us what would you how would you encourage a person to step out into that space? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like part, like when you say that, part of me is like, do I even know how to like really tell someone like how to navigate that space? Because I think part of like what we're talking about is just understanding of that I'm, I'm, I've processed it, but I'm also still processing it. So, but what I've done personally it's, first of all, I think you really have to come to understand that, you know, you're you, you know, like, first of all, you really gotta, it really has to hit your heart that, hey, you're cast, hey, you're bread, and, like, there's no one like you. So I think it's, first of all, comes from really understanding that and being appreciative of that, that despite whatever you might think or what you're trying to, what you think, Maybe you don't have your doubts. Or, I, I would say, I, I remember when I was writing, uh, this other poem, I, I got, you know, like sometimes I'm writing and then you write something like, oh, did I just think that? And that's so true. Like, so I was saying, every time that you doubt yourself, you're being irresponsible. I'm like, I'm sure I do. They're like, we all have things differently that we are processing, but you first of all, and you have to, somehow, I don't know how, but you have to get to a place where you say, you know, I believe in me, you know, like, I'm worth it, um, I can do this, and uh, I deserve it. And it might be a process, it might not be like, you understand, but I think that's the first phase. Because then from that point, you are then able to take anything to the world. So that's why you, you, uh, you then, I say like, okay, now let me try to, uh, and not use my gifts because uh, you have already established that you have gifts. You know, I think it's kind of hard to sort of give out what you don't think you have. You know, so first of all, you have to come to a reckoning to yourself and say, you know, hey, okay, this is what I'm good at, or this is what I think I'm good at, but I'm gonna be confident in it. And that in itself is such a crucial ingredient to be able to push you to do the 
it, it is enough for that. Because I, I don't think without that, um, it'll be really hard to sort of share from any perspective. So, and, and, and as I said, there's also see how, like how, like our social systems and probably this world, the world is wired, I don't know. There's also a fight for you not to get to that point, you know, like where you realize that, hey, you know, you have something to offer. Hey, you're special. Hey, you're unique. Hey, you have, you've got what it takes. So I think to sum it up, just to say, first of all, really work on believing yourself and to say, you've got it. You might not be perfect, but you've got it. By virtue of being a person, you've got it, you know, and start from there. Then it becomes easier to share. Okay, so how do you, what's the best way for me to be able to share my gift? I write, okay, what can I do with my writing? You know, do I like to write books, write articles, or do I like to vlog, or do I like to stay, you know, any gift that you have, and then, but the first point is to really believe in yourself, and then from there you can then, it gives you the confidence to explore avenues in which you can express your gift in the best possible way, and just keeping at it. Like, when I discovered poetry, like I could write, and up to now, I've gone through different processes, you know, like how to get better, you know, you know like, oh, no, maybe I should do this, or this is, oh, no, this is how I skill my, my gift, or this is how I maybe make money from it, this is how I can set up systems to make a living from it, or, you know, like, so I think, but the first base has to come from, you have to get to a place where you know that you're gifted, you're worth it, you're something of value. Um, this is touching in, in one of the chapters of the book, and like this is, uh, there's a chapter where it says gift, talent, and mastery. And the, 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 the sum of that chapter is just to say, hey, every individual has gifts and talent, but then you have to get to a place of mastery. That means you have to be confident in those gifts and those talents to say, hey, I'm going to share these because this is what I've got. So yeah, I, I, I hope it makes sense, but I think you really, and I don't know how, at what cost, but get to a place where you say, no, you're worth it. You've got it. Mm-hmm. And you've got what it takes. That is important to then help you to do everything else after that. Yeah. 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 yeah and I, I just, I'm going to just reiterate what you just said, but I'm going to um, direct it at you because you yeah you have this gift of taking really complex ideas and simplifying them in a way that makes a lot of sense and when you share those ideas and when you encourage individuals i think it transforms an idea of what could be to an idea of possibility and I see that in your writing I see that in just the posture you take to learn and to name and to voice your opinion because it's important enough and so I just want you to know that I'm so thankful that you recognized your gift and chose to navigate through the vulnerability of that and continue to show up in the vulnerability of that, that you don't lose that side of it. 
I think that that's such a gift that you stay as oh. present in the suffering and the pain so oh. that you can really have your gift be honest. And oh. I don't think that I've seen that in very many people in this world. So I just am so thankful oh. for that and for you and for your immense amount of wisdom that you're going to laugh about, but uh, I will stand <laughs> yeah, I love firm that. in saying no, like, that. Uh, what, what, I, what I appreciate, um, like I have, I have people that I talk to, but they're not a lot that are able to, you know, like, you know, when you have certain conversations, when you have someone who's able to sort of simplify things for you, then or make you aware of certain things. Like when, right now, when you just said the ability to name things, I'm like, name? Oh, really? Like, you know, like, like I'd never seen it that way. But then when you mention stuff like that in that um, clear manner, it makes me like, oh, okay. So this is like, this is what someone is taking from me, you know, like, and I, and I appreciate when you can have conversations like these ones, which is also one of the things I'm grateful for in your life and and also the stuff that you do like i think we were talking earlier on of, of just giving gifts the whole you know like being able to create a space where people can come and share their stories and just have conversations with you and and it's not it's 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 not um how can i put it it's it's such a a, a unique thing to be able just to create a space and and be more interested about what people can bring, you know, as opposed to probably wanting to push your agenda. I might say it that way. And just to say, hey, I'm really interested in what what you can share. So I find I'm grateful for that also uh, for you. And and I really like the giving gifts that I was talking about. The giving gifts of the name, like what does that mean? But now like every time I, I, I kind of get it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is actually quite unique. You know, like, um, this is actually a unique thing. And, and the interesting thing about, you know, like the things that we create, they are creations, but the real story is what's behind, you know. Uh, you know, like when it's a, for example, let's say this is a product, so then, but the real thing is what's behind the product, like what you're trying to communicate to your heart or what, what, what problem you're solving, you know, uh, and, and as you do, as you give out your product. So, Oh, in this platform, this is a platform, but then the real heart behind it is what's behind it, you know, like you wanting to create platforms where people can give. And so I, I, I'm really grateful for that for you. And I, I, I really personally, I remember the first time that when we met, where I really just feel like chilled, you know, like, and, and like openness also. And I really think that's an important treasure. And because then it becomes easy for a lot of things to be. So I'm grateful for that also. I got my joke idea last week Just like I always talked about You were so excited for me To try and make you laugh out loud Here's another one of my jokes How could I ever laugh with someone else? Okay, what do you get when you cross a fish with an elephant? Fish and elephant. 
I don't know. What'd you get? Swimming trunks. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming On a scale trunks. Of one okay. to bad. Okay. How bad was that joke? Uh, no, no, the trunks part was good. Yeah, like the yeah, yeah. So, no. I, I'll give it a stick. I'll give it a stick. <laughs>